Welcome to SF Site Audio Reviews. This review comes from Audiopolis, a project of Audiophile Magazine. For this review, we're listening to Fragile Things, Short Fictions and Wonders by Neil Gaiman, read by the author. The stories found in this collection of short fiction were originally written for a wide assortment of publications, and a number of them are award winners. They will alternately delight you, frighten you, and at times just plain creep you out. The fact that you're never sure what to expect adds an extra zing of anticipation to the entire collection, like the uneasy feeling you get from the opening lines of The Hidden Chamber. Do not fear the ghosts in this house. They are the least of your worries. Personally, I find the noises they make reassuring. The creaks and footsteps in the night, their little tricks of hiding things or moving them, I find endearing, not upsettling. It makes the place feel so much more like home. The poems and other brief writings that appear in this collection seem to hide among the stories so they can jump out and surprise you. Without any visual clues, it can take a few moments to decide if you're listening to a story, a poem, or some other piece of writing. But it all seems to work out, and some of these smaller contributions really do shine. Shine like saucers in The Day the Saucers Came. That day, the saucers landed, hundreds of them, golden, silent, coming down from the sky like great snowflakes. And the people of Earth stood and stared as they descended, waiting dry-mouthed to find what waited inside for us, and none of us knowing if we would be here tomorrow. But you didn't notice it, because... That day, the day the sources came, by some coincidence, was the day that the graves gave up their dead, and the zombies pushed up through soft earth, or erupted, shambling and dull-eyed, unstoppable, came towards us, the living, and we screamed and ran, but you did not notice this. Well, it's nice to know someone else can be as oblivious to their surroundings as I am, but you'll have to listen to the entire piece yourself to appreciate the surprise ending. Gaiman has a pleasant British-accented voice that provides a striking contrast against some of the more unpleasant situations he is apt to describe. A good example is this vivid description of the arrival of a soul into hell, a hell that turns out to be even more diabolical than it at first appears. From the story, Other People. Come close, said the demon, and he did. The demon was rake-thin and naked. It was deeply scarred, and it appeared to have been flayed at some time in the distant past. It had no ears, no sex. Its lips were thin and ascetic, and its eyes were a demon's eyes. They had seen too much and gone too far, and under their gaze he felt less important than a fly. "'What happens now?' he asked. "'Now,' said the demon, in a voice that carried with it no sorrow, no relish, only a dreadful flat resignation, "'you will be tortured. For how long?' But the demon shook its head and made no reply. It walked slowly along the wall, eyeing first one of the devices that hung there, then another. At the far end of the wall, by the closed door, was a cat-o'-nine-tails made of frayed wire. The demon took it down with one three-fingered hand and walked back, carrying it reverently. It placed the wire tines onto the brazier and stared at them as they began to heat up. That's inhuman! Yes, 
This collection is filled with a variety of genres and styles, from humor to horror and anywhere else Gaiman's imagination wants to take you. My only disappointment is that some of the stories seem to end without any resolution. I know that ambiguity can be mysterious, but there's times when it can also be frustrating. However, there's no arguing these stories will get your attention. One that's really stayed with me is Sunbird, a tale written as a birthday present for oldest daughter Holly. In this reading, accents and pitch are used to voice two eccentric characters engaged in a culinary debate over the merits of eating fireflies. Nothing wrong with eating beetles if they're the right kind of beetle, said Zebediah T. Crawcrossel. Right now, I've got a hankering on me for lightning bugs. There's a kick from the glow of a lightning bug that might be just what I need. While the lightning bug or, or firefly, Fortinus pyralis, is more of a beetle than it is a glowworm, said Mandalay, it is by no stretch of the imagination edible. They may not be edible, said Crawcrussell, but they'll get you into shape for the stuff that is. I think I'll roast me some. Fireflies and habanero peppers. Yum. Actually, yum is a pretty good way to summarize both the book and Gaiman's reading of it. His own expressive reading style, along with the use of various narrative techniques, make his characters and their stories come alive, or dead, as the case may be. We've been listening to Fragile Things by Neil Gaiman. This unabridged ten-and-a-half-hour audiobook was read by the author. Reviewing for Audiophile, I'm Susan Dunman. For more reviews and audiobook information, visit audiophilemagazine.com.